we do every single Saturday on these airwaves. My name is Casey Steve, the voice of your valley on Merced's News Talk Station, 107.3 FM, 1480 AM, KYOS. This is Citizen Watch. Come on. That's you, Merced. Livingston. Los Baños. Dos Baños. And our favorite little community out there on the west side. Gustine, that's right. Yeah, big uh, big festa weekend out there uh, in Gustine. The town will double in size. Uh, great economic benefit. Hey, let's, uh, gosh, what do we got to do here? So many things. Dave Luna has a staff. Uh, big festa. Festa, festa, festa is going on. Uh, well, started yesterday, today, tomorrow. Uh, dinner, dinner and dancing, sopas, oh, so much fun, so much fun. And then Monday, they're going to have a bloodless bullfight. If you've never seen that, it is so much fun. For you people that are worried about animals, blah, blah, blah. Animals are beautiful, and they're treated uh, really well. There's no harm to any of the animals. It's just a, a wonderful presentation and pageantry. And I encourage you, if you can get tickets and go to that. What are we doing? It's the last song. Who cares? Hey, here we are, uh, the 9 o'clock hour, the bonus half hour. And as promised, uh, we're going to have uh, comments, the full comments that I heard last week. I was, uh, I don't know, you know, sometimes you just feel like things are changing so fast around you. And I know as uh, parents, uh, the uh, interaction uh, with their children, especially in school, what's going on, you know, the grades, you know, the parent-teacher conferences, all of those things. It seems like that's really morphed now, and children's rights uh, versus parental rights are running up against each other, and the Chino Hills, or Chino Valley, I may be saying it wrong, I think it's Chino Hills School District uh, down there in Southern California, they have a a school board that feels that parents uh, need to be aware of uh, their children's uh, decisions, especially when it comes to uh, gender identity, uh, how they feel about themselves, that sort of thing. Uh, I, I don't think that's a, an outrageous stance. I think they have a, a within five days or a certain amount of time, they have to notify the parents or legal guardian of the child, the minor, the person that's under 18 that they're uh, legally responsible for about some of the decisions the child is voicing or making or implying at school. And again, there should be, I think, an open dialogue between the school district, the the parents, the teachers, the school board, who is elected by the parents, by the people in the district, at least that's how it used to work. And I think the local board reflects the uh, will of the uh, of the local parents, you know, kind of the, uh, the the sense of the community. And the state has stepped in, Rob, Rob Bonta, the state attorney general, has stepped in on a lot of issues, uh, very politically Uh, motivated in my mind, again, just my opinion, but in this instance, going up against the school board, threatening them that, hey, if uh, you don't go along, if you don't play ball, this is going to happen in uh, in all of the school districts throughout all of the counties in California. This is a a warning shot, if you will, uh, to the Chino Valley School Board, uh, threatening all districts. Harm to the kids by the parents is his basis throughout this interview that you'll hear about uh, the parents, uh, you know, potentially abusing the child, 
uh, not accepting the decisions, uh, uh, an affirmative household, an affirming uh, environment uh, that they would get in the school. So again, it's interesting how the school is uh, almost presented as a monolithic block of uh, ideology uh, in this, where the parents are looked at as uh, some sort of uh, block to that going forward, to that ideology being promoted. And Rob Bonta, being the top law enforcement officer, is going directly after parents and uh, the school boards. Because, again, the school boards are, are elected by the parents. And it brings to question what will happen here in our own county of Merced, where we have 20 school districts, including uh, not including the county of Merced, Merced County Office of Education, which runs several facilities, adult education, that sort of thing, uh, different programs. How will they, how will the boards, and I know members of uh, former and uh, current members of several of these boards, how are they going to react when they're told that the parents cannot be notified of their children's decisions or what's going on in school for fear of the parents harming their own children. I think this is such a specious argument, but to hear it in person, well, I don't know. That's why I like to play this stuff. You get your own opinion. Everybody has one, and uh, we just try to bring you the information. It's interesting here in the state of California, uh, Friday, they passed a proposed law that would require judges in the state, uh, California lawmakers did, uh, pass this law that would uh, require judges to consider a parent's acceptance or affirmation of their child's gender identity when weighing child custody disputes. Now, if you don't think this is going to be used as a cudgel or a wedge in uh, divorce proceedings where minor children are involved, guess again. The Assembly approved the measure and it sent it to the governor's desk on a party line vote of 57 to 16. Interesting how the party line uh, vote goes along. You'll never guess which party voted for it. Oh, Democrats, you already guessed. Yeah, Democrats voted for this. Hammock, handful of Democrats not voting. This was uh, Adam Gray's uh, move, the NV, the non-vote. It's like, well, how do you feel about it? Hey, you know, I had to go get a latte, you know, maybe, but... They were uh, shampooing the carpets. You know, I couldn't get out of the uh, from behind the desk. I don't know. But uh, the non-vote, uh, what a what a cop out that is. Maybe, I don't know, maybe when you move up to Congress or you want to go to the federal level, maybe you'll pull the lever. Anyway, uh, when two parents get divorced, I read from an article from the, oh, where this something, something online. When two parents get divorced and cannot agree on child custody, the decision is ultimately uh, left up to judges. judges. Judges must weigh a variety of factors when determining custody. Lawmakers supporting the measure said gender affirmation would not be the only factor judges would need to consider if it were to become law. Lori Wilson, who's the Democratic Assembly member who wrote the bill, who says she has a transgender child, she has maintained the legislation is meant to protect the health and well-being of trans kids while noting that the proposal does not require parents to move forward with gender affirming health care not this law maybe maybe subsequent laws but again and we're talking about a very very small population in the community of uh, transgender uh, individuals people that uh, identify or uh, in the process i don't uh, really know the whole process but the the point being is we're not talking about you know half the population of california it's a very very small number but yet it's getting a lot of uh, play because of what it's doing to parental rights. So uh, Republicans, uh, again, the minority party here in California, I think there's like three left up there in Sacramento. 
They argue judges in California already have the discretion to consider uh, the factor in custody cases and noted the term, quote, affirmation, unquote, is not defined in the proposed law because some of these things they don't want to define, like what is a man and what is a woman. The trans conversion is very complicated and delicate. And this is from Assemblyman Bill Isali, a Republican out of Riverside. He said, this trans conversation is very complicated and delicate. I do think there are parents who have different viewpoints, especially young children who don't know who they are. I think parents have to be given the space to go on that journey with their child. Now, Governor Newsom has until October 14th to sign or veto this bill. Uh, I'm going to, my money that he is going to sign it, especially when his attorney general is suing uh, California school district. And we're going to play those comments in just a minute. It's about 12 minutes long. I encourage you to listen to every word and listen to the vitriol in the voice. Listen to the anger. Listen to the disdain for parents. And uh, I don't don't know. I picked it up right away. Also, uh, Senate Bill 58 removes criminal penalties for the possession and use of psilocybin and uh, all these uh, different psychedelics, magic mushrooms, mescaline, uh, ayahuasca, all this, all this stuff. Measure passed the Senate 21 uh, to 14. Again, uh, Democrat-controlled Senate. Uh, several Democrats oppose this one, believe it or not. And uh, again, this is uh, proposed by the criminal justice reform advocates who, you know, want to decriminalize everything. So again, uh, interesting uh, set of events here in this last week. Uh, some bills uh, passing up in the Assembly, but the attack on parental rights, I think, is uh, really, uh, really critical for folks to ask themselves what's going to happen here in the county of Merced. If anything, as you know, we have a school board that teaches our elementary kids that's still searching for a superintendent, as far as I know. They've had several missteps. They uh, had a consultant, uh, Adam Cox, that, you know, hired, I don't know, he, he found this lady that uh, turned out not to be very good and uh, ended up having to get rid of her. I know with some of these professional consultant agreements you get a do-over if they don't work within a year but i I don't think they uh, took adam up on that offer because you know one bad apple why why go back to the barrel but uh, still no superintendent and how are they going to react to some of these things uh with uh, the parental rights issue so let's go ahead right now and get into the uh comments by rob bonta he's being interviewed uh, by an individual and some back and forth uh, very cordial but again listen to the inflection the disdain uh, for parental rights and the automatic assumption that you're going to beat the heck out of your kids if they say something you don't like. And I think that is just uh, a specious argument and not warranted in any basis of fact. He cites a 10% uh, abuse rate, if you will. Again, I don't know where these numbers come from. And when you look at the population we're talking about, it's very, very small. So here we go with the comments from our state attorney general. Attorney General Bonta, you announced a lawsuit this week against the Chino Valley Unified School District here in Southern California over its policy to notify parents in most situations when a student changes their gender identification or pronoun. Why shouldn't be parents be informed about something as significant as that when it comes to their child? And why did you decide to file suit? Well, it's very straightforward. The policy that the Chino Valley School Board has taken here violates the rights of children. So we are standing up to protect children, to protect children's constitutional rights, their civil rights, their statutory rights. In California, we have a California constitution with an equal protection clause, and it says that transgender uh, people are a protected class. This policy targets them. It singles them out. It puts them in danger. It puts them in harm's way. 
under California law, we also have a right to privacy, uh, which is particularly strong on issues of identity, like gender identity and bodily autonomy. We also have a government code and an education code, which specifically say that uh, children cannot be discriminated against based on their, their transgender identity. And uh, here, uh, this school board is doing all those things. It is trampling on children's rights. It is violating children's rights. It is doing it after we told them that their contemplated policy before they made it official likely violated, violated the law. So they have gone to great pains and great lengths to hurt and harm children. And the data doesn't lie. We know that transgender children are very vulnerable, vulnerable to harm, that 15% of them are kicked out of their home and become homeless because their family rejects them and they don't have a gender affirming home. We know that 10% of transgender people are hurt or harmed by a direct family member. Hmm. And so this is uh, about a protected class whose rights are being explicitly violated expressly by this policy and are being put in harm's way. So it, it, it's a very remarkable act by a school board who've been warned, who have taken an oath to uphold the state constitution, but yet are violating it uh, and for some sort of political uh, agenda. And uh, whatever they want to call it, uh, whatever spin or, or narrative or script they are on, it doesn't change the underlying act. The underlying act by this school board violates the rights of California children. It's illegal. It's unconstitutional. And that's why we've moved to strike it down uh, and to halt it immediately uh, through court. As you know, some parents and the president of that uh, Chino Valley Unified School Board, Sonia Shaw, they see it differently. She says this is an example of, as she puts it, government overreach. She says you're using taxpayer dollars to, as she puts it, shut parents out of their children's lives. She said, we will stand our ground and protect our children with all we can because we are not breaking the law. She goes on to say that parents have a constitutional right in the upbringing of their children, period. Is she wrong? She's wrong. A remarkable statement made by someone who is, has taken an action um, boldly to hurt children, to violate their rights, their constitutional, civil, and statutory rights, and then claims she's the victim. Uh, when uh, the chief law enforcement office of the state of California, my office, does what we are supposed to do. We fulfill our duty and obligation to protect the constitutional rights, the civil rights of particularly our most vulnerable uh, Californians, but all Californians, and certainly here, uh, children. Parents are welcome to be in their lives, uh, in the lives of their children, uh, to, to love them uh, for all of who they are, to support them, to provide open lines of communication, to uh, give them a, a supportive home, uh, and to talk to them about everything their child uh, will talk to them about. Um, I'm a parent. That's what I seek to do with my children. The, my favorite thing in the world is being a dad. Uh, but I don't have a right, and no one has the right, to violate the constitutional rights and civil rights of children, no matter what you call it, even if you call it parent rights. What matters is what the act is, and it is a violation of constitutional rights and civil rights of children. And, and look, you know, don't take my word for it. Take the words of the president. And other school board members, when they were on the dais in public in a, an official meeting, and it is recorded and is on the record, what did they say about uh, children who are transgender? They said that uh, it is an illusion, that it is a mental illness, that uh, it is a perversion, and that they need uh, non-affirming 
environments to get better. They made it very clear they think these children, there's something wrong with them, that they're broken. They're not broken. They don't need to be fixed. They need to be supported and loved for who they are, including their transgender identity. And it's not just me saying this. It is the law of the state of California. It is the constitution of the state of California that says this. So they can be as defiant as they want. Uh, That's why they're in court, uh, because they have violated the law. They have violated their oath uh, and they have violated the constitution of the state of California. You you brought up uh, uh, parents' rights. That's one thing that some of these parents and supporters of the notification policy are citing. And they say the state is wrong to assume that parents would harm their children. And they point out that there are protocols in place to protect students who feel they are in danger at home by reporting that to Child Protective Services and or law enforcement. Does this lawsuit assume that parents would harm their children as opposed to helping them or supporting them in their decision to change their gender identification? It doesn't assume that parents will harm children. And uh, our lawsuit is not blind to reality. The reality is direct family members have harmed transgender children because they're transgender. The data doesn't lie. 10% of transgender people report that they are being harmed. They have been harmed by their own family members. So it's not imagined. It's not some theory, not some hypothesis. It is the hard, cold facts, inconvenient as they may be for the Chino Valley School Board. And so um, there was a policy that the Chino Valley School Board abolished to replace with this one that violates the law. The prior policy supported uh, communication between children and parents, provided counseling and supportive environments for that communication to occur in so that loving, supportive parents could be loving and supporting. Right now, this policy allows for the following possibility, a child, who tells uh, someone they uh, trust at school uh, that they are transgender and tells them that if their parents learn about it, um, they will they believe they will get hurt and that they do not authorize that official to tell the parent. Under this policy, it is mandatory that that school official tell the parent. And exactly what the child said could happen could very well happen. And the child did not give express authority or any authority uh, for that for that to be shared. and. I mean, let's just think about what the the school board is pointing to when they say that they will fulfill their duty to be mandatory reporters after abuse occurs, after someone is physically harmed. Here's what they're saying. They're saying that uh, a child can tell us that they're going to be hurt, and uh, but we're going to have this mandatory policy anyway in the name of parents' rights, and we're going to tell uh, the parents and the family, and then after the child is hurt by a family member, Um, It's okay because we will report that fact that they got hurt to the proper authorities after they're hurt when the child told us that they were going to get hurt and we could have avoided that harm in the first place. It's not okay for children to get hurt. This policy puts them in harm's way and emotionally, psychologically, mentally, physically. And, you know, it's a very straightforward analysis. You're not allowed to discriminate based on gender identity in California. That's what the Constitution says. That's what the state statute says. They're violating multiple um, sections of the Constitution and uh, state law. And they're doing it very defiantly. Uh, And, you know, keeping our eye on the ball here, it is children who would be the losers from this policy. And that is why I'm moving in to protect children from being hurt, from being harmed, from being abused. The data doesn't lie. We know it happens. It's avoidable. They have rights. Children have rights, by the way, uh, parental rights, whatever um, non-lawyers or others think or want it to be. Um, 
they give way to other rights, including children's rights. Children have constitutional and civil rights. They're being violated here. As you know, other school districts are considering similar policies. Are you putting them on notice? What, what is your message to those school uh, districts and boards? Don't violate the law. Don't violate the constitutional, civil, and statutory rights of children. If you have adopted uh, or plan to adopt a policy uh, similar to that in Chino Valley, you will be violating all those laws, and we will hold you accountable. By striking down the Chino Valley law through our, our lawsuit, which is uh, our, our intent and our plan and my belief of what will happen, uh, it will um, be uh, the appropriate foundation and groundwork for all of the policies that are like similar to Chino Valley's to be struck down th- this, throughout the state of California. So uh, the, the state is on notice uh, uh, by our lawsuit and any school district who seeks to uh, enact and implement a policy similar to Chino Valley's. Um, we will hold you accountable for, fi- for violating the law and hurting children. School board members are elected by local voters. It, it, what do you say to critics who say this might uh, set a precedent that elected officials at the local level uh, are having their autonomy violated to enact rules or policies for their communities or schools that state leaders do not agree with? Um, is there a state versus local issue here? No. This is about the law, the state constitution, which these school board members, elected school board members, raised their hand and took an oath to uh, enforce and uh, and abide by and to uphold. They're violating it. So their own commitment that came out of their own mouth to uphold the state constitution, they are now violating it. And then saying, let us do this because we're in in the name of uh, uh, local control and local rights. No. Everyone in California must comply with the state constitution. Everyone in California must comply with uh, civil rights laws and and, um, state statutes. Uh, They are no exception just because they're a local government. My job in the state constitution is, as the California Attorney General, is to be the chief law officer and enforce the law of the state of California. That's what I'm doing here. They're breaking the law. And look, it's not lost on me, the irony that many of these same folks are the ones who scream about the rule of law and talk about uh, how important the law is and that everyone must follow it and there must be no exceptions. Meanwhile, they're violating it blatantly, openly, intentionally, after being warned by my office that they would be doing it. They did it anyway, and now they're unapologetic and defiant as they continue uh, to break the law um, and hurt children in the process. So uh, this is exactly the way our state government works. Uh, there are laws that everyone it, it must follow, uh, no exception if you're an elected school board member, and my job is to enforce the law. That's what I'm doing here. Attorney General Rob Bonta, we appreciate your time, sir. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. So to me, that was a just eye-opening dissertation, if you will, by our state attorney general. As you know, he's sued the federal government, the uh, former administration. He uh, is no shrinking violet when it comes to politically motivated prosecutions and we see that on the federal level uh in in spades so it's very very interesting uh, to hear these comments i wanted to play them for you and again as parents uh hey maybe there's no concern maybe maybe this is the new way Uh, the parent teacher conference we only discuss uh, certain things i guess i don't know but we're out of time i do know one thing we're out of time for this segment the bonus half hour of Citizen Watch.
My name's Casey Steed, the voice of your valley. On Merced's News Talk Station 107.3 FM, 1480 AM KYOS. Elections have consequences, my folks, my friends. There's uh, people out there that want to uh, represent you, want to uh, represent you again after a after a little hiatus and uh, at the federal level, is this uh, is this the flag they're going to carry for our community? I don't know. You have to ask yourself that. We'll see you next week. My name's Casey Steed, the voice of your valley on Merced's News Talk Station, 107.3 FM, 1480 AM KYOS. I love you all. We'll see you later. 13.